Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Hey, welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. It's approximately 11.52 p.m. on Wednesday night here. And tonight, we're going to have a great discussion. We're going to get into the metaphysical part of the world a bit. And tonight's title, our topic for this evening is... How to master the non-physical world, okay? Mastering the non-physical world. And let me share something with you folks. If you're able to do this, if you're able to master the non-physical world, there's nothing that you can't have, attract, in this life here. And I want to teach you that tonight. Okay. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go deep tonight. If you don't mind. And I'm really going to. Not only explain the science. But I want to explain it. Mechanistically. That you will. Tonight. Apply it. To your life. Okay. And. Many of you know who I am. I am. A self-made millionaire. And I owed a lot of my success to just kind of understanding uh, the metaphysical world. The the part of the world that many of us would never understand. The spiritual world. But if you do get the opportunity to understand it. You'll realize that everything that you want. Everything that you desire. Is very easily you you can obtain it um very simply okay it's very easy to obtain the physical things on this planet here and i want to discuss that and i promise you what i'm going to share with you is going to be extremely trivial you're going to be able to understand it you're going to get it and hopefully expectantly you'll be able to apply it to your life to get some of the things that you want. Okay? Make sense? Okay. Um, let me give you guys a shout out here. And make sure you take notes, you know, please take notes um, concerning this topic here. Because I know that all of you want something physical. Some of you want money. Some of you want things. Some of you want happiness, love, right? And if you're able to tap into the non-physical part of the world, um, you'll be able to get those things very quickly, okay? Demetrix, how are you? And if you don't mind, just hold your questions to the end of the rant here tonight. Um, because Wesley Virgin is about to go deep here tonight, okay? Hey, Ali from UK. Marvin from St. Louis here. And I'm really going to slow down tonight. Um, I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to holler. I'm really going to take my time tonight because I want all of you to understand it deeply to the point that you'll be able to apply it. I want you, you may notice that you may have an aha moment tonight and say, oh, that makes sense. I'm going to do this tomorrow morning. 
uh, I want some of you in the next few weeks to be able to start to attract the physical things you do want. But remember this and write this down. Until you understand the non-physical part of the world, you'll never be able to manifest the physical things that you desire, okay? Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Chef Nicole, how are you? Make sense? If you're unable to understand the non-physical world, it's going to be very difficult for you to manifest anything physical. And if you do manifest anything physical, it's going to be very difficult for you to consistently do it. Okay, I've been consistently manifesting the things that I want for the past 10 years very easily. It's very simple. Right? It's a cakewalk, honestly. So... I'm going to explain it to you tonight so you'll be not only aware, but you'll have the resources to be able to, and even I'm going to give you very practical techniques to do it, okay? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get started here. So check it out. So first, you have to understand this before we get into the non-physical world. I want you to understand that the non-physical world that's defining it's the intangible things, such as thoughts, beliefs, okay? That's what the non-physical world, energy, frequency, sound, things that we know exist, but we're not able to see those things, right? Like you, 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 you can have a thought, but you can't see a thought. You can hear a sound, you can hear music, but you can't see it. Make sense? So, even though we're unable to see these things or even touch them, we know they exist. Okay? So, when I talk about the non-physical world, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm sharing with you. That's what I'm suggesting. That the non-physical world is thoughts, beliefs. The things that take place on the planet that we can't exist. Now, let me explain this to you. Okay, All the physical things that you see on the planet. House, your apartment, your car, people, buildings, streets, whatever. 2%. The physical world is made up of 2%. Physical. Okay? Which means the other 98% is the non-physical world. Energy, frequencies, thoughts. So what I want you to understand is the non-physical world, the things that we can't see nor touch, the intangible things, it's everywhere. It's 98% of what's happening on the planet at any given moment. 2% are the physical thing. Does that make sense? Okay. Which means, how can we tap into the non-physical world, right, to be able to 
manifest physical things. Now, let me give you this principle. But before you can listen to this to the very end, you must understand this first, that all is mind. Write that down, please. Okay? All is mind. Okay? Which means is, listen, everything that exists in the physical world, which is about 2% of existence, had to be derived from the mind. Okay? When I say all is mind, I mean M-I-D. Mind. All is mind. Everything. You really have to understand this. You know, I started to... Once I got this in my early 30s, man, I made so much money and I uh, got to the point that I can influence people and be able to navigate people's lives and I just had a very deeper understanding of the human experience once I got this. Okay? So I want you to understand this. All is mine. Like everything, even your phone that you're listening to me right now on. You're looking at a black screen, right? You're on Instagram. Well, all that <clears throat> was birth from the mind. That's the inception of everything that you see started from a person's mind. Okay? Are you with me here? So, if we listen, if we agree that everything that we see, everything that we can experience with our five senses, came from the mind, that means that it came from the non-physical world, which are thoughts, okay? Because you can't see a mind, right? You have a brain, but the mind is the non-physical, or we can say the spirit that causes the mind to function, to think, to move your limbs, to ensure automatic processes are taking place in the body, such as digestion, your heart is beating right now, blood is flowing through your body, so your 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 mind is controlling all that. Okay? And that is the non physical world. Are you with me here? See the reason why I have to explain it this way because this is the only opportunity that you will actually believe it. Because, see, I can talk here tonight and I can share some resources with you or some knowledge. But if you don't believe it, you won't apply it. So if I can get you to agree that everything that exists in the physical world, everything came from someone's mind, then that means is what we need to do as human beings, if we want to really navigate the world and have the edge on life, 
we have to master the non-physical parts of the world, the thoughts, okay? Are you with me here? You may say, Wesley, why don't they teach this stuff in school? Well, <clears throat> they're not going to teach you this stuff, okay? They're not going to teach you and show you how your thoughts and how you think are responsible for your current perception of reality, okay? And I truly believe they won't teach you this because then you will realize how powerful you are. See, what the world wants you to do, and this could be conjecture, but it's just as my own philosophy, is I believe that they will prefer are the people that control things. They will prefer you not to understand that your thoughts and how you think and everything that's not physical, they want you to believe that that's not that important. They want you to believe that you have to work hard to make money. They want you to believe that to be with someone, relationships are hard, very difficult. They want you to believe that you have to suffer, suffer and suffer to get what you want. They want you to believe that if you have an addiction, you need to go to a therapist or to some place for several years to eradicate the addiction. They want you to believe that you're powerless. They want you to believe that you have to take a pill, smoke some weed, take some drugs to be normal. But what you don't, what you don't hear, unfortunately, that's not popular, is that the non-physical part of you, your thoughts, your beliefs, the things that you can't touch, Energy, okay, frequency, sound. What they don't want you to know is that's the, that's the key to building and to construct the life that you desire, okay? And I want to talk about it for a second here, and I want you to write this stuff down. And this applies to anything in life, okay? Anything. It doesn't matter if it's relationships, money, your body, just your quality of life just works. If I can convince all of you that everything that you desire and that you want are the goals you want to achieve, the fastest way and the most efficient way to get those things is from understanding the non-physical world that if you will master and spend time on your thoughts, your beliefs, and your perceptions and begin to dissociate beliefs 
perceptions of your past your life will change okay your entire life will change right now does that make sense ladies and gentlemen okay everything that I want to suggest here tonight if you choose to believe it if you choose to have an open mind to it everything in your life will change and I mean quickly okay so the question is well how do I master the non-physical world Wes write this down Spend more time, listen please. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to help you here. Spend more time. Like if you want to navigate this world, be happy, successful, almost like you have no worries ever. No anxiety. You don't, you don't have to drink to feel better. You don't have to smoke to feel better. You don't have to do anything that's debilitating to feel better. This is what I want you to do. I want you to master and spend more time on your individual thoughts. And I know what you think. Well, how do I do that, Wes? Right now. Watch this. Right now, what are you thinking about? I want everybody right now to comment below what are they thinking about right now in this moment. Write down what you're thinking about. What is the first thought that came to your mind when I asked you? I say, what are you thinking about right now? Like, it's midnight in your state, your city, your country, your province. What are you thinking about right now? Be honest. Okay? What are you thinking about right now? Somebody said money, my family. Okay. Money. Studying. Okay. My children and money. Getting my hair cut in the morning. Money. And my children. Being successful. The unseen. Now, check it out. I want you to notice what people are typing below. Okay? Some people said their family, their money. Some people said the things I got to do tomorrow. Right? The reason why so many of you are just so many of the world itself. And let me tell you, these are the secrets of the rich that I'm getting ready to share with you here. Um... That is just not popular online. It's hard to find these type of videos. The reason why it's so difficult for so many of you to get what you want or even your desires is because you have a mind of confusion. Okay? And you might say, what, what, what do you mean? I'll give you an example. Some people say, well... Okay, I'm, I'm thinking about money. 
that person is not just thinking about money. They're thinking about how they can get it. Uh, they think about how they want more of it, right? Some of you think about your children, your family. So they're thinking about how you can take care of your children. Some of you think about you love your children. Some of you thinking about what you got to do tomorrow, all the tasks. Now, check this out. Let's go back to the money thing. Almost everybody here wants money, right? Comment below. Give me a thumbs up if you want money. But if you're thinking about money such as I want some money or I want to get some money or I want to try to find out how to make money or I want Wesley to help me to make money, you'll never have money. Now stay with me here. This is some deep stuff. This is some, whoo, this is some deep stuff. I'm telling you, it took me a while to get it. Let me say it again. For everybody that wants money, because I know all of you do. Right. Despite your family, you know, when you think about your family, you think about, well, I want money for my family. When you think about what you got to do tomorrow, it's going to take money to do most of the things you have to do tomorrow anyway. Right. <laughs> so the core of our existence is money. Like We just need money to survive, to thrive, to do the things that we want. But check it out. Most of you, when you think about money, you think about, well, how can I get money? Am I right or wrong? Or some of you think about, well, how Wesley can help me. Well, I'm on this rant right now because I want Wesley to teach me how to get money. Am I right or am I, am I right? Be honest. That's what you're thinking, right? <laughs> I know that. And that's the reason why you don't have money. Some of you women, well, how can I get relationships? Well, how can I get a good relationship? How can I find a good man? Listen, if you have that type of thinking, you'll never find a great man You'll never attract a great man. Same thing with you men and women. Now, I know some of you are confused, right? I just told you in the beginning, you have a mind of confusion. You do. Because you think that thinking, which is non-physical, listen, your current thinking, right, which is non-physical, you think is the type of thinking that's going to get you what you want. But the truth is, many of you are still broke. Many of you are still trying to make more money. Many of you are still trying to hit goals. Many of you are still trying to get all the physical things on the planet. And it's not working. Well, let Wesley help you. Now, listen. What I'm going to share with you is going to be very different from what the masses may say. You have to understand that like 1% of people on the planet make millions of dollars. 1%. 99% of people are not making millions of dollars, folks. Which means is what I'm going to share with you is going to be very uncommon, abnormal, and not known by many. Okay? So when you hear me, Explain to you exactly what you're doing wrong, what you need to do. Just accept it. Just surrender to it. Okay? Can you do that? All I want you to do for a second is suspend your beliefs. Understand that your thinking, which is the non-physical part of you, has created the reality that you have. Everything that's in your life was created by 
your non-physical world. Okay? Now listen. Check it out. <clears throat> when you think about money and you think about, well, you know, I want to get some money. Uh, and I want to find out a way to, I want to find a way on how to get money. I'm trying to learn how to make more money. Do I need to start a business? What I want you to understand in the non-physical part of the world and the people that get what they want, they utilize the non-physical part, listen, as if they have the money now. So let me explain. Instead of saying that, you know, I'm trying to find a way to get more money, they say I have money. As a matter of fact, I have more than enough money. I get money easily. Now, let me go a little deeper here because I know you're confused still. You're like, what do you mean I'm broke? Listen. How you think about money. We're back to thinking again. What is thinking? That's the non-physical part, right? You can't see a thought. Your thoughts about money. Okay? About it. Just your thoughts about it will determine if you will actually have the physical counterpart of it. You get it? How many of you believe honey is money is hard to make? How many of you believe that you got to work hard for money? How many of you believe that money is scarce? Right? How many of you believe that the dollar is starting to degenerate, you know? The dollar is worthless. Right? Your thoughts about money, which is in a non-physical world, and we just explained, I just explained that the non-physical world, all is mine, everything in the non-physical world will be a creation and a projection to your physical world. So if you believe that money is scarce in your life, if you believe that you don't have money, if you believe that you lack money, the non-physical world take that as literal. Okay? Does that make sense? Stay with me here. I know this is hard for a lot of you to swallow, and that's why so many people don't talk about this part of bringing things in your life because, or even manifesting because... You know, a lot of you are just going to be in disbelief. You're just going to be skeptical. You're like, oh, this is bullshit. It don't work. It don't work. I'm worth $40 million, man. I'm in a goddamn penthouse. I have every car that I've ever dreamed about. I have a great family, great kids. I'm happy. I travel the world. I do what I want to do. I'm just asking you to listen. You don't have to believe me. Just listen. Because this is what I do. This is what I understand about the intangible world. What I want you to understand is the non-physical world is real. Like your thoughts that's in your mind, they are real. What do I mean by real? Your thoughts and what you think about will eventually be something that you will be able to hold in your hand. Does that make sense? Like your thoughts, whatever you're thinking about and how you're thinking about it 
would eventually be a manifestation that was once something that was nothing but a thought, a part of the non-physical world in your mind. Okay? Does that make sense? Okay? Let me give you an example. I know you guys like examples because I know some of you still don't get it. Check it out. <clears throat> when I wanted a Mercedes G-Wagon, and at the time that I wanted a Mercedes G-Wagon, okay, I was driving a 1988 Honda Accord. Now listen, I had no thought in my mind on how I was going to get it. Like I thought I'll start a business, but I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to get customers. But, you know, that's what the internet said. That's what people said. Well, start a business. Start a business. Become an entrepreneur. You can make a lot of money. Right? And that's what I did. But yet, the business was not producing the amount of revenue that I needed to buy the G-Wagon. But let me tell you how the G-Wagon just came to me. Now, I know a lot of you are going to not. I, I get it. You know, trust me, I know a lot of you are skeptical, and that's okay. You should be. Be skeptical. That's okay. Let me tell you what I did to bring the G-Wagon into my life. I got a picture of the G-Wagon. It's a true story. The exact one that I wanted. And I hung a picture of the G-Wagon in my rearview mirror. Okay? In my car. In the 1988 Honda Accord. Now, why did I do that? Because all is mine. And whatever you're thinking about. And how you think about it. Will be manifested in your life. I mean, it's really that simple. Now listen here. I'm looking at that G-Wagon every day. Now this is step two. See, step one is, obviously I need to be able to see what I want. Why? Because I wanted that to be a dominating thought in my mind. For that to be a dominating, keyword, dominating thought in my mind, I need to position that picture that I could see every day. Does that make sense? See, many of you, you see the same thing every day. You see your little bitty apartment. You see your little bitty bed. You see your little bitty job, your little bitty car, your little bitty co-workers, your little bitty friends, and you're sick of it. And you wonder why nothing changes because you're on this habitual, perpetual pattern of the things that you're familiar with, but you don't want. Because you want something else. Like you want a better house, a better car, a better apartment, better, better whatever, right? But those are your dominating thoughts because you have repeated the process unknowingly, by the way, over and over again. Okay? See, the key word is dominating thought. 
I say, we have about 6,000 plus thoughts a day. And you may say, well, Wesley, what is my dominating thoughts? Or what are yours? How many of you know what your dominating thoughts is? I'll tell you what it is. Open your eyes. Look around. Look in your bank account. Look at the car that you drive. Look where you live. Look where you stay. Think about your friends. These are your dominating thoughts. How do you feel during your day? How do you feel about money? How do you feel about success? How do you feel about love? How do you feel about people? These are your dominating thoughts. Okay? Now, back to my story. It's not enough just to have a picture of the G-Wagon that I desired. Because remember, that's just a thought. I'm thinking about it. Step two is how I think about it. I couldn't think about the G-Wagon as far as, oh, I don't have a G-Wagon and I want this. I want to buy this. Man, I don't have it, but I want it. This is what I want. See, for years, I thought that wanting things was a way to get things. But when I understood more about the non-physical world, I realized, stay with me here, that I can have those things in the non-physical world. You get it? Like the world that's in your mind, because we all have an inner world, okay? You can have whatever you want. Which means is, even though I was driving a 1988 Honda Accord, but in my non-physical world, my thoughts, my mind, I was driving a brand new Mercedes G-Wagon G63. Are you with me here? Okay. I'm dropping gems here. I hope that you're listening. I know some of you are not going to listen. That's fine. Leave. But a small percentage of, remember, a small percentage of people are rich. A huge percentage are not rich. Okay. Which means a small percentage of people are going to get this. They're going to understand it. They're going to apply it. And it's going to work for them. So it wasn't enough just to have a pitch of a G-Wagon. I had to reconstruct how I thought about the G-Wagon. I could no longer say I want a G-Wagon or I want to buy one. I had to begin to believe that I had it now in the non-physical world. Because the non-physical world is just a thought. What I want you to understand is this, is that in your, we'll call, I'm going to use another word, the spiritual world. Okay, The spiritual world is synonymous to the non-physical world. You can create and you can have anything in the spiritual world. Like you can close your eyes, you could be at Disney World right now. You can close your eyes, you can be on a plane going to Bora Bora right now. You can close your eyes and see yourself getting married to the man of your dreams or to the woman of your dreams. You can close your eyes and you can see yourself taking your children around the world to some cool place like Turkey. You can close your eyes and you can see yourself running a million dollar business right now. Does that make sense? Okay.
Folks, am I making sense here? I don't want this to go over your head. What I'm trying to persuade you or convince you to understand is, is that the non-physical part of your mind, which is your thoughts, are very real. Okay? That if you organize it properly and you understand that when you close your eyes at night or in the morning and you begin to conjure up an image or a scenario of what you want to see or what you want to experience outside of you in your outer world, this is when change happens. Listen, I had a breakthrough in my 30s um, concerning this topic. Like I had a breakthrough. I, like I was like, I got it. I was like, oh, I got it. Because you know when you hear this type of information, I've heard it before, right? That your inner world creates your outer world, you know, your thoughts, what you think about is what you get. But I didn't have a deeper understanding. And when I got a deeper understanding, which means is, once I realized that everything that that's physical, someone had to think about it, right? I mean, it just didn't happen. I mean, even God created the heaven and earth. He had to think about it first. He had to have a thought, which is non-physical, is intangible. And then the creation process began. So what I realized that if I was in a great example, it's, it's like building a home. Like you can't build a home until you have a blueprint of the home. Like you can't build a home until the home is actually finished being built. Like the blueprint has to have the exact measurements, the type of tile, the type of um, flooring, carpet, whatever. Like it has to be built on paper first. So in the mind, you have to construct whatever life that you want, you have to build it there first. But see, the thing is, the reason why people, it's hard for them to do this because it takes some time. But think about it. If you want a mansion, it may take you eight to nine months to build out and create the blueprint. But if you want a shack, it may take you one week to write out the blueprint. If you want an estate, it may take two years to build. So when you begin to do this process, you have to think, well, I'm creating an extraordinary life. So if it take a couple of months for me to have this clear image in my mind, of what's eventually going to be in my outer world. Like if I'm able to create the scenarios and use my imagination to create the life that I want in my internal world, because I understand that my internal world is a direct projection to my outer world, that whatever's happening inside of me will be a projection outside of me. Well, if I want a, an extraordinary life, it may take some time for me to envision that. Are you with me here? Listen, let me tell you something. 
nine, I spend 90, if not 90, if not 97% of my time mastering the non-physical world, mastering my thoughts, which means is I spend more time conjuring up scenarios on how I want or how I see my life right now. The life that I have right now, I promise you, I wish I knew you when I was broke because the exact life as far as like I have a chef, I have a maid, I have a house manager, I have an assistant, I travel the world. All that 10 years ago was nothing but a movie that I was playing in my mind. That's it. And what I want you to be convinced of is that the movie that you're playing in your mind will eventually be played out in real life. How do I know this? Like your life right now. If you have a lack of money, it's because you've played that movie that you have a lack of money for so long. If you're lonely, you don't have anybody in your life, you don't have a significant other, because you've played that movie of wanting a relationship. There's no good man, there's no good woman, there's no this. Like you're playing this movie in your mind that it doesn't exist. But you're like, I hope it exists and I hope I get it. But you're playing a movie in your mind that is not matching the reality that you desire. Like it's so simple. Oh my God. I mean, this is just so, I can't make it. You know, I don't know how much I can dumb this down, honestly. Like, honestly, it's a, I don't. You know, because listen, I get it. Everybody wants to know how to do something. Everybody wants to know how to be in love, how to make money, how to get skinny, how to get fit. But if you would just take a second to listen and understand, if you really just start to think about your life, that everything that's in your life, everything that's in your life from a physical standpoint it all came from your thoughts, which is the non-physical world, everything. You had to have a thought to buy a car. You had to have a thought to have a girlfriend, to have a wife, to have a husband. You had a thought to attend a certain type of church. You had a thought to choose the career choice. These are all thoughts. These are all thoughts. Some of you got influence. Most of us the thoughts that we have are unfortunately not our own. Because someone may have told you, you know what, you'll be a good nurse. Then you say, okay, let me be a nurse. Then someone may tell you, you're good at football. Then you start playing football, right? But there's still thoughts. Do you understand that? What I want to teach you tonight is how to take control of those thoughts. How to master the non-physical world. Because the man or woman that masters the non-physical world can have anything that he or she wants 
for the rest of his or her life. Anything. Like right now, I'm in a position that, because I understand it so well, I mean, I can just have what I want at any given moment. I can have it. Because I understand that anything that I want, I have to understand that I have it now. You may say, well, how do you have it now, Wes? I have it in the spiritual world, the non-physical world, the thoughts. You can have anything in the thoughts. Anything. You close your eyes, you can have anything. Anything. Does that make sense? You can have any experience that you want in the mind. And if you're able to hold that, listen, if you're able to hold that experience, then this is the key. Let's go deep. Say, Wesley, go deep. If you're able to hold the experience, to hold the scenarios and the pictures that you're creating in your mind, if you can hold that image for a very prolonged amount of time, that image will show up in your physical world. Okay? I'm telling you, it will. Everything that I swear to... Oh my God, I wish I had more videos of my past. Everything that I have in my life, even relationships, like even with women, my body, my health, like everything that is happening, even this view, this is insane. Some, like everything that I envisioned in my mind, it was nothing but a story that I kept telling myself. And I was telling myself the story that I want, wanted to experience. And I got so deep and I got so immensely connected to that story that I was just making up. In my mind, some of you may call that delusion, right? But I did it, and it happened. And, and listen, this is the key part of this. Watch this. When you hold that picture, or you hold though that scenario or that, that image or that storyline of what you want your life to be in the mind, when you hold it for such a long time, you start to believe that you're already living that type of life. Because remember, the mind itself doesn't know or doesn't understand a real experience versus an experience that's only taking place in your mind. It doesn't know. Like that, that phrase itself changed my entire life. Your mind doesn't know that the experience that you're having, you're calling the human experience. Like it doesn't know that this is something that's real to you. Because what's real to you is something that's physical. Or something that you can feel in the moment. But your mind doesn't know that. Like you can think about somebody that passed away in your family. 
and you could begin to cry. You could begin to mourn their death. Right now, you could, if you wanted to. Your mind doesn't know that this happened 10 years ago, which means you just start crying. You can start thinking about a heartbreak. You can start thinking about sexual abuse. I mean, you can think about anything in your past and start to feel those emotions right now as if it's happening because the mind doesn't understand. You got to understand. The mind doesn't understand like past and future. It doesn't understand that. That's why people can cry about the past. Oh, he hurt me. She hurt me. Oh, my God, my life. I lost everything. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got a divorce. Oh, my God, my life. Like people can cry about that because the mind doesn't know this took place five years ago. It doesn't know. It feels as if this is happening now. Listen, your mind can only function. This is very important. The mind functions only in the present moment. What we call past and future is just an interpretation for us to be able to navigate the world, even time itself. Like when we say, oh, how much time is it going to take to do this? How much time to get rich? How much time? Like the universe, it doesn't even function in time. The mind doesn't even function in time. It doesn't understand time the way that we do or the way that we interpret it here on the planet. And actually time, in my opinion, was created just to structure the world. But the mind itself doesn't work in time. It's instantaneous. It happens in the moment. Does that make sense? Which means is, stay with me, please. Whatever thought or whatever experience that you desire for your life, if you're able to Conjure up these images or the scenario in the mind. How do you do that? Close your eyes and start thinking about it. You want to be in love? Close your eyes and start thinking about how in love you are with the man of your dreams. Right now, men, women, all women, a men, you can start, close your eyes. Just think about the man of your dreams as well. Or, I mean, the women of your dreams. Or men, or um, men and women, you want to be rich? Okay, close your eyes and think about, well, how does it feel to be rich? One, and what does that look like? Like, what does it look like for you to have a rich life? Where are you going? What are you doing? Where are you traveling? Are you making a contribution to the world? Do you have a podcast? Do you have a business? Does that make sense? This is the blueprint. You can't build a home until you build out the blueprint. You can't build a life until you have designed the life first. You get it? You see why so many of you are so confused? You know why? Because you're going to what you've been taught. Immediately, you're moving to the idea that I need to know how to do it, Wes. Just tell me how. And this is where everybody is lost. How? How? How, how do I start a business? How do I make more money? How do I make a million dollars? You know, I truly believe that like the school system was created 
to control you. Because think about it. If you focus on the how all the time, because that's what they teach in schools, like how to count to 10, how to say your alphabets, how to do multiplication, how to understand his, how it's always the how. Then they teach you, right? How do I do this? Teacher, how do I do this? They teach you. How do I do this? They teach you. So you're so ingrained that if you want to know how to do something, or the first question that you ask is how. You've never been taught that, well, how do you want it to be? Right? See, when you ask me, well, so how do I live a successful life or how to be successful? And my question to you would be, well, what does success mean to you? What does success look like to you? Give me a scenario. Give me the exact perfect day. Tell me, what does it look like? What do you see? What do you smell? What can you touch? But see, no one's asking those questions. When you ask how, they give you a YouTube video. Oh, do this. Step one, step two. How? Oh, give you a course. Follow this course. You can do it. Get it? Are you folks with me here? Listen, you know, I'm going to continue to do this for the rest of my life until you get it. Like I'm going to have, I will, like even right now, I have hundreds of millions of people that are not only listening to this, they're actually applying it and they're getting results because I believe there's a shift happening on the world because of my content. See, the more, the, the more people listen to my content, they're going to finally understand because they're going to assimilate this knowledge so unconsciously that they're going to begin to realize that if they would just create the blueprint, just create the life that they want and hold those thoughts in their mind, the how, the strategies, the techniques will come to them to make it happen. So let's go back to the G-Wagon story. So I believe they already had a G-Wagon, honestly. I believe I was driving a G-Wagon. I was in the car. I knew what music I was playing in the G-Wagon. Less than three years later, I got the G-Wagon. And let me tell you the crazy part. Everything, as far as the how, it just came to me. The business, the right people. It's like the universe organized itself just for Wesley Virgin for me to get the car and the life that I have ingrained in my mind. It's happening right now. Like right now, in my mind, I'm worth $100 billion. Easy. And I know what that looks like. Private jets, Gulfstream 550, my team traveling around the world, doing seminar speaks or whatever. I've told you this many times. But what I want you to understand is, and see, this is the tough part because I know some of you are like, this is bullshit, but what I want you to understand, the world will organize itself based off your thoughts because thoughts are real. Hello? Okay? Like thoughts are real, folks. Words, thoughts, they're real. Thoughts can make you feel happy. Thoughts can make you cry. Thoughts can make you feel depressed. 
Thoughts can even make you want to unalive yourself. Thoughts can make you horny. Hello? So thoughts are real because they can make you feel something. And what we feel is something that is an actual experience that takes place in our human existence. Okay? So thoughts are real, man. And once you use the thoughts properly, the world, the universe, will organize itself for you to have exactly what's happening in your mind. Let's go deeper here. Something that's called the RAS system in the brain is called the reticular activating system. Write that down. Let me teach you something. Let's go into the science here. I'm going to briefly touch on the science. The reticular activating system that is found in everybody's brain is responsible for what you focus on. Okay? That's its responsibility. I give example. If you go to a party with your friend, and after the party is done, your friend said that party sucked, and you say, no, I had a, a blast. So the question is, how does two people go to the same party but have a different experience because of the reticular activating system? You, when you went to the party, you focus on the things that made you have a great time. The other person did not, you know. Maybe he got drunk, maybe a girl told him no, whatever, right? So the reticular activating system is responsible to what you focus on in life. Now, the reason why that's important as it relates to manifestation of the non-physical world, when you're thinking about, like when I was thinking about, I'm, being a, I'm living in a penthouse, I'm driving all these cars, I'm traveling the world first class, that's all I was thinking about. So my reticular activating system that is in everybody's brain, it started to focus on those things in my world to make it a reality. Does that make sense? See, many of you spend so much time down and depressed and sad and pissed off about your life and stressed out and is this going to work? Is my business going to work? My marriage going to work? I don't know if this is going to work and I'm tired of being broke. And what you don't realize is that your reticular activating system is matching exactly what's happening inside of your inner world. So it just further validates what you're already thinking. So even though opportunities exist, even though your money that you want exists, the people that you want to attract exist, but you will keep attracting exactly what's happening inside of you. And if you don't believe me, look it up. Look up the reticular activating system. Do your own research if you don't want to believe me. Okay? That's why many of you are perpetual failures. You're habitual failures. Because that's how you perceive life. Your perception, which is how you think about your life. Everybody has a definition of what their life is to themselves, okay? Everybody has a definition on how you even think about their self. That's called your self-identity. Everybody has this core belief about themselves. What is my core belief? I'm a God. I'm powerful. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do at any given time. I can create. I can manifest anything at any given time. That's my identity. What's yours? Most of your identity is 
Well, I don't always get what I want. Well, sometimes I get what I want. Well, I'm still trying. I'm still working on it. Well, I'm, I'm becoming a better person. Well, you know, I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I need a psychiatrist. Maybe I need somebody to help me. Maybe I need a mentor. That's you. Does that make sense? Like, that's your identity. Okay? That's what's happening in your inner world. Well, you know, I'm broke right now, but I know I'm going to make some money. Well, you know, one day, God's going to bless me. But it doesn't work that way, folks. Okay? Everything that's happening to the core of you, your thoughts, and your perception of the thoughts. Listen, it's not enough to have thoughts about money and that you're rich every day. You may say, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy. No, it's not enough to say that, you, say that you're healthy and you're rich. It's how you think about it. Well, how do you think about being rich? How do you think about being healthy? Like, what are your thoughts about the thought itself? Some of you, when you think about millions of dollars and being rich, you have no clue about it. You're like, well, you know, you know, you might tell me that, oh, I feel good about being rich. But unconsciously, you think, well, I don't know how I'm going to get rich. I don't know how I'm going to make money. You know, I got all these problems. I got all these, this shit happening to me in my life. And I don't see how I'm going to get out of this situation. And that's the real you called the unconscious you. Make sense? Okay. Did you get value here tonight? Does that make sense? If you have any questions for me, please let me know. Okay. I want you to understand that mastering the non-physical world is a process just like anything that you want to master. I've been doing it for 10 plus years. I've been mastering my non-physical world, which are my thoughts, for 10 years. How do meditation? Meditation disconnects me or dis disassociates me from the reality that I define or call reality. Okay? Because I understand that reality is nothing but my own individual interpretation. And if I want to interpret my reality positively then I must disconnect from it several times a day. Maybe I wake up, something happened in my business, the site goes down and lose some money. So I need to meditate because I need to envision the scenario that I want to happen. Does that make sense? I need to be able to trump what's actually happening. So I may say, well, maybe I lost $200,000 today, but I'm going to make $400,000 tomorrow. For me to believe that, listen... You can say, I lost my job today, but I'm going to get another job next week. For me to do that and to believe that, I need to meditate. I need to dissociate from the experience. When I use the word disassociate, I'm talking about your emotions. Because your emotions is what's attaching you to the experience that you don't want to think about. That's why some people say, I just can't stop thinking about it. I just can't get over it. I can't over it's your emotions. See, that's why meditation and mindfulness is so important because it disconnects you from everything when you do it correctly. I have many meditations on my rants, okay? You can go to my Instagram, Western Million Dollar Virgin. I have a free meditation that you can do. And I teach you how to disassociate emotionally because that's what's 
adulterating and contaminating most of you. You're so emotionally connected to not having money because you know how it feels not to have money. You're sad. You're down, depressed. Your addictions are the same way. You want to stop, but you feel that you can't stop because you're emotionally connected. How do you detach yourself? It's easy. Close your lock, close your beautiful eyes. Close your eyelids. Take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale seven to ten times. Deep inhales and deep exhales. And begin to create the scenario that you want. Unbiasedly. Not, not even thinking about how you're going to do it. What you need to do, you just create what you want. Does that make sense? You just you just see it. See yourself going to the bank and having a million dollars. See yourself depositing a million dollars. See yourself having tons of customers coming to your business. That's all you have to do, honestly. If you will bombard your mind with those type of thoughts, which are the thoughts that you see yourself waking up positively in the morning. See yourself jumping out of bed. See yourself with a smile on your face. See yourself, everybody around you happy. See yourself like men. See yourself, every girl you talk to, she responds very positively and she just wants to jump your boat. Men, I mean women, see yourself having the man of your dreams come to you. That's exactly what you want. Loyal, faithful, great sex, great money, rich. Give you everything that you want. Just see it. Just see it. But to do that, you have to disconnect yourself from the reality that you have set for yourself. Like your current reality is nothing but the perception that you've created. You've said, well, it's hard to make money. It's hard to find men. It's hard to get in love. It's tough. It's hard. Life is suffering. Do you understand that you're setting that up? You're building those building blocks called your life which is nothing but your jaded perception of life. It's not even real. It's an illusion. But the illusion that you're creating is not serving you properly. Are you with me here? Okay. Hmm. Come with the word value if you got value from this. You know, I can't dumb this down any, I mean, I, I, I can't explain this. I can't dumb this down any deeper than what I've explained it to you tonight. Now, all you have to do is actually do it. And that's the tough part. But you know what I learned about people just through my own studying? The reason why people want to apply things that I'm sharing here tonight, you may have an ah moment, it may make sense to you. The reason why you won't apply it because it's still some part of you that still doesn't believe it. You may say, well, well, Wes, you know, the other morning I did exactly what you said, man. I started to visualize and started to think about the thoughts that I want to think about and I started to conjure up images of the things that I wanted. I started to create my perfect day, Wes. But I still haven't had a perfect day. My life is still not working. It's still not happening. And that's the problem. You have to master this information. Okay? 
Mastering takes time. Okay. And let me tell you what the time, because you may say, well, why does it take time? Why does it take longer for others? And some people can just get this. It depends on your experiences. It depends on your own personal experiences, your own perceptions, and how deep your beliefs are about what you believe that's taking place in your mind, which I don't know. Like, I don't know how long you've been believing what you currently believe. I don't know what emotional trauma that have taken place in your life. I don't know who your friends are. I don't know who you've been around. So I don't know. But the key is this. Once you believe it, it's just game over. You get, you get it and you get what you want. Once you believe it, how do you believe it, Wesley? You have to practice it. Okay. And, you know, I didn't want to use this word, but you got to have faith. You know, not to be religious here, but you have to have faith. And that's tough because you have to believe and continue to do something, even though you're not really sure if it's going to pan out the way that people like me said it will. That's the tough part. Like having faith. And believing in the invisible. Like believing that it's actually going to happen the way that you have pictured it in your mind. And you know, it doesn't matter how many times I can say, I, I did it. I did it. Like, listen... I promise to, I mean, I promise to God, like, oh my, listen, on everything, I, I did this, this, this process that I'm teaching you, this is exactly what I have done and this is what I do. And I don't know what else to tell you to get you just to do it. But like, Jim Rome says, some will and some won't. Some of you, you're going to be rich. You're going to be very wealthy. Some of you are going to get everything that you want. It's going to be a very, very easy, fun process to manifest your dreams. Some of you are going to master the non-physical part of you. You're going to master your thoughts. And you're going to realize that anything that you want, you're just going to create the scenario in your mind over and over again. You're going to use the process called mental rehearsal. And you're going to rehearse it so many times that it's just going to come to you all the time with ease, without effort. And some of you, you're just not going to do it. You're just not going to do it because of disbelief or maybe because of the trauma that have taken place in your past. Maybe because the friends and the people that you hang around that tell you, hey, don't listen to those people on the internet. Don't listen to that. That's bullshit. I don't know. And some of you won't do it because you just can't believe a person like you can have the life that you really want. You just don't believe it. Some of you believe that you don't even deserve it. Some of you believe that you don't even deserve the life. So you say, man, I don't deserve this, so why do it? Some of you believe, man, why would I do this? Nothing ever works for me. 
Some of you, that's how you think. You say nothing ever works for you, in which you don't realize that just by saying that, you are manifesting the exact life that you don't want and never will. And it's not that it can't, it's that, that's just your belief. Like if you believe that nothing ever works for you, then it just, it just never will. If every negative situation, or would you call it negative, or every challenge that takes place in your life, or every adversity that takes place in your life, if you feel that, well, people are against me, they don't want me to win, why does this keep happening, why me, why me, God, why me, you, you, you'll never get it. I mean, you're, you, like if you fall into that pattern of devastation or complaining because you had a barrier in your life, then you just, you'll never get it. Okay? You'll never get it. And some of you, unfortunately, you'll never, you'll never get it. Like what I'm talking about here tonight, you just never truly understand it. you never truly get it. And all you have to do is just do it. Like I'm not even asking you to believe what I'm saying. I'm just asking you to do it. All I'm asking you to do is like every morning before you start your day, create the day that you want. Just close your eyes for five minutes and see yourself having the day that you want. And just continue to do it. We do it every day, twice a day. And what I want you to understand, if you continue to do it, eventually you're going to have that exact day take place in the physical world. It just, it's just a law. It's something that's called the law of mentalism. Like all is mine. Like, that's just how it works. Any questions for me here? Again, did you get value here tonight? We had over 100 plus people like that. More people are joining the rent. All praises to the most high. God is the greatest. Any questions for me, folks? Talk to me. Any questions for me? And listen, I'm here to help. Listen, I understand because I'm an extremely intelligent man that everybody's not going to believe me. Um, everybody's not going to listen to me. Many of you are going to be very skeptical because you're not living, you know, my experiences, my experiences, and um, your experience is yours. So sometimes there's a disconnection. And you say, well, Wesley, you just don't know my life. You don't get it. You know, my life is different from yours. And I get it. Your life is different from yours. But I didn't grow up rich, I'll tell you that. I grew up pretty poor. I grew up like most of you, money-wise. Like, I didn't have a ton of money. I, I can't say I had a terrible childhood. I mean, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't terrible. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't get abused or nothing like that. But I was broke, and I get it. But all I'm asking you is don't let that be an excuse because your experience is different than mine, which means that you can't take advice from me. Like, don't use that as a cop-out. Just because I wasn't sexually abused or physically abused or maybe 
because I had a father and a mother, and you didn't have a father and mother, that it can't happen to you. Or I live in America, you live in Africa, or you live in India. Like, what I want you to understand is don't use that as an excuse or not to try this. Okay? I've mastered the inner game of wealth, Wes. How can I sell for you? Well, we're always looking for salespeople. Questions for me, folks. Would you invest in my acting career? Why would I do that? I don't even know you. How does one, we have lifelong bliss, how does one remain positive in the face of adversity? Great question. That's a great question here. So how do you remain positive in the face of adversity? Let me ask you a question. If you have a kid, say if you had a child, and if your child was sick and your child was in the hospital, okay, a life-threatening disease in the hospital, would you call that a challenge, right? Or maybe an adversity. But when you're talking to your child that is on that bed, and even though the doctor may say, we don't know how long your child is going to live. Let me ask you a question. How are you going to communicate to your child? You're going to tell your child, I'm sorry, baby boy, you're going to die. I'm sorry, it's over for you. Or are you going to give your child hope? Are you going to tell your baby it's going to be all right? You're going to be blessed. You're going to be healed. We believe that. Many of you will encourage your child. You're not going to tell your child, even if the doctor say, hey, you're going to die. In four days, you're not going to tell your child that. You're not going to tell them. So why would you tell yourself that? Like just because you experience an adversity, why do you choose to be negative about it? Why are you choosing to be depressed about it or down or unhappy about it? Won't you give yourself the same advice you would give your child if he was on his deathbed? You would give him hope. So why not give yourself hope? So you know I'm going through some shit right now. I'm going through some adversity right now. But everything's going to work out perfectly. I don't know how. I don't know how. You get it? How many of you have ever experienced something in your life that you didn't know how you were going to get out of the situation, but something happened that delivered you from the situation? Come at the word amen if that's you. Be honest. We all have had experiences in our life that we didn't know how we were going to pay the bills, how we were going to get ourselves out of the situation, how we were going to deal with the trauma, the pain, the adversity, the divorce, the funeral. But we found a way. Always. Am I right or am I correct? See, we forget about that. Because, see, when you're in the problem, you're in it. When you're in that adversity, when things are not going well, that's the only thing you can think about. And I want to suggest something. That is not the only thing that you can think about just because you're feeling down, depressed, and sad, and devastated about some problem that is taking place in your life. Because maybe the problem is nothing but an indicator for you to do something different. Maybe the problem or the adversity is putting some fire under your ass to make a move. 
Because maybe you've been so dormant. You've been so insipid, lazy. You've been so nonchalant about your life. So maybe all these adversities and challenges are compelling you to become the man or woman you supposed to be. Have you ever thought about it that way? Yeah, exactly. See, it's all, it's just nothing but your perception. See, I just changed the perception of what that young lady said. She said, well, how do you stay positive in adversity? Right? Change the meaning. That's it. That's how you do, you know. <laughs> Did you know that there's no such thing as negative and positive experiences? You know, it's just experiences. It's just, there's no such thing as a negative experience. All these negative things keep happening to me, Wes. I have all these negative thoughts, Wes. No such thing as a positive or a negative experience, ladies and gentlemen. Let me go deeper here tonight. Come into work. Go deeper, Wes. I'm going to go deeper in that thing tonight. Listen, there's no such thing as negativity. There's no such thing as positivity. It's just things that take place within your individual experience. People make things negative. People make things positive. You're doing that. Right now, your adversity is somebody's blessing. You may be complaining about your car that keeps breaking down. But to another person that has the same car is thanking God that they have a vehicle to go to work. Mm. Yeah, you never thought about that, right? <laughs> Some of you are complaining about the amount of money that you have right now, you know? And somebody is thankful for the exact money that they have in their bank account that is similar to yours. Somebody is thanking God. They're thanking somebody right there. They're so grateful. They say, you know what? I don't have a ton of money, but I have money. I'm so grateful because more money is coming in. I see it. I believe it. And I'm grateful for what I have. And I know I'm destined to get more. And you over there crying about it. About your adversities. Okay. Next question for me here. But what I want you to understand is like this process doesn't just happen instantly. Like now, you're changing. It doesn't happen overnight. This is why I suggest you to listen to more of my rants, my podcasts. Why? One, because success leaves clues. Two, is because you're being conditioned not just consciously, unconsciously. A lot of this information that I'm sharing with you, you're being unconsciously influenced. Do you not realize if you was around me for one year, it's very possible that you will at least earn six to seven figures every single year, even if you're making two bucks an hour. So imagine just listening to me night and day over and over again. Eventually your beliefs, your attitudes, change. Why? Because you're assimilating my thoughts. Right? You ever heard something so many times 
You didn't try to remember it, but you end up remembering it because you heard it so much. Maybe a commercial. Like no one wants to remember a commercial, right? <laughs> but we all remember that McDonald's commercial. Um, uh, McDonald's, the place you take a friend. Some, I don't know. Don't know if that's McDonald's. I forgot what the theme song is. But, you know, it's many commercials that um, we listen to. We didn't try to remember those things, but we just heard it so many times. Right? I'm trying to think of a commercial right now. Uh, I can't even think of a commercial on the thing. But you know what I'm talking about. You know, those theme songs. Right? Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm loving it. Right? So, it's like, I never tried to remember that. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm loving it. Whatever. Right? How did they get into my mind? How did that bullshit get in my mind? I don't eat McDonald's. I don't eat them fries. They nasty. I don't eat them nasty old burgers. Like State Farm, the State Farm guy. How do I know that guy? How do I know that Jake, the, uh, well, who is that? Jake Liberty Mutual? I don't know. Like, how do I know all these people? Well, Because it's in my mind. You know why? Because of repetition. It's in your mind too. You didn't try to remember all that bullshit, but you heard it so many times over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. So imagine if you will listen to a millionaire over and over and over again. What do you think happens to your life? Big head? Imagine listening to me every day for one year. You will not be the same person. Okay? <laughs> Aflac. I know, right? Aflac. Ah! Makes sense. Are you with me here? Any questions for me, folks? <laughs> What's next here? Now I want some food. I'm hungry. Who wants to come over here and make me some breakfast? What's next, folks? Questions for me. Questions? Talk to me. Questions here. Is there a limit to how much time we meditate a day? No, no limit. You can meditate as much as you want. Okay. The reason why I ask you if you have any questions here is because I want to give you clarity. If you need clarity about anything, okay? Wes, how do you destroy doubt? By listening to people who has less of it, like me. I don't doubt. I'm not doubting anything. I don't doubt myself. So listen to those people who don't doubt themselves. Okay? It's not about destroying doubt. It's about having more certainty. How do you get more certainty? Get around those people who are certain about what they believe. What's the best strategy to manage emotions? <clears throat> well, first you have to understand and be able to be aware of when you're feeling an emotion and you need to be 
aware that you can observe yourself having the emotion. It's called the observe being the observer. Like you're the observer, so you have to learn how to observe yourself having an emotion. So you almost have to disconnect yourself. Yeah, this and listen, this is tough in the beginning. Um, it's something that's called the emotional refractory period. And it's the time that it takes for you to have an emotion and be able to become normal again. It's like getting very angry, pissed off, and then coming down. Or being very sad and hurt and depressed and then coming down, right? You need to be able to shorten that gap. And to do that, you have to be aware of what's happening. You have to be able to see yourself getting upset and say, whoa, whoa, why am I upset? Okay, well, how do I want to feel? I want to feel better. How do I do that, right? You have to learn how to observe yourself. And it takes practice, folks. To be honest, it's, it doesn't happen overnight. It definitely takes practice here. You have to begin to ask yourself questions when you start to have emotions that you don't want to have or you prefer not to have. What is your time zone? CST, Houston, Texas. Wes, how did you realize that this is what you mean to do in digital marketing? Uh, how did you realize that this is what you want to do? Uh, you know, I just want to make easy money, honestly. <laughs> I want to make money on autopilot here. So if I can make a digital product versus a physical product, to me, that was a no-brainer. Um, what if we see what we want in meditation, but it doesn't come? It will come, Jazzy. You have to continue to do it, okay? If you meditate tonight and you start to visualize the day that you want, I, I suggest if you're brand new, just start to think about the day that you want. Think about your perfect day and be very detailed and just work on that, like focus and master on that and continue to do that until it happens. And it will happen. Like if you're able to do it, like if you're meditating, envisioning the perfect day and seeing it clearly, you know, using all your five experiences to five senses to experience it. What I want you to understand, it will take place. It'll happen. But sometimes it takes time. It may take a couple of weeks. It may take a month or so. It depends on what you're trying to create. Make sense? Because you need to be on that frequency. That frequency is how you feel. Another word for that is called the law of vibration. You have to feel a certain way. So you have to feel as if this experience is actually happening. And that happens in the mind, which is the non-physical world. Okay? <clears throat> I know what you're thinking. Wesley, you're so smart. Just a little bit. What's next here? You're changing our lives. That's the goal. Mm. Wesley, I'm not saying you're dumb or anything, but when you got your breakthrough, were you like, damn, this is all I had to do? Um, no. I didn't, you know, I didn't, that thought didn't come to mind. <clears throat> but later on, I started to understand that it just wasn't that difficult as people as people perceive it to be or as people tell you what it like oh, I can explain this creating wealth or becoming the man that I am here today 
it's not, I can't say it's difficult. The only reason why I say it's not difficult because it's something I could do. Like I can read a book, I can meditate, I can work, I can take action, I can take risks. Like these are things I can do. Like it's not like digging a ditch or building a building or painting a wall, painting an apartment, like those things I don't want to do. Right? So it was just something I can do. So to me, anything that you can do, like easily do, I can't really say it's difficult. Right? It's not really it's not difficult to do. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it because you don't believe it's going to happen. So, like, if I said I'm going to give you a million dollars, if you would do this for one year, you probably would do it because you'll be thinking about the million dollars. And the million dollars is, like, the motivator, the incentive for you to do it. So that's what your mind, your mind is just thinking about that. It's not even thinking about the things you have to do to be able to get the million dollars. You're just thinking about the million dollars. You say, well, if I do this, I get million dollars. But the problem when you start a business or you want to be successful you know, you don't know what to think about, you know, you can't because you want a guarantee, right? <laughs> that's that's another innovator is like thinking about, like, I want a guarantee and there's no guarantees when it comes to success and financial success. It takes skills, smarts, and it takes conscientiousness as well. So um, that's 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 the tough part about it. But honestly, it just it's not it's not hard at all. <clears throat> What's next? Questions here. Any more questions for me, folks? And thank you for sharing this out and thank you for liking the video. I really appreciate that. How do I change my perspective about what? What are you trying to change your perspective about? Okay. Wes, what went wrong? I tried to manifest a house and a wife, but the women, um, with it's not the girl I envisioned. Okay, so remember something about women or even people. We tend to attract the people who we are. And if the girls that you're attracting, if they're not the right women, then why are you still with them? Why are you entertaining them? Right? You should let them go immediately. You should know within the first date. Honestly, the first date, like me, the first date, when I go out with someone, I know if this is someone that I want to, I know how to place them in my lives. I know if this is going to be a hookup type girl. I know this is going to be a long time girl. I know this is going to be a friend. Or if I know this is going to be a girl that I'm never going to talk to again. Okay. And if you don't have those skills, then you just got to read books, man. Got to read. Educate yourself. <clears throat> and, you know, use the word I try to manifest a house. There's no trying. It's either you do or you don't. Okay. <clears throat> and all those women that you're meeting is probably bringing you closer to the woman that you're going to meet because maybe you need skill, man. Maybe you need skill to learn what you want and what you don't want. Sometimes we believe that we know what we want until we get in a situation and we realize that we don't know what we really want because we never wrote it down. Like most people do not write down exactly what they want for their lives. I mean, they just don't. You ask, hey, what do you want for your life? Did you write it down? They're like, uh, no. But, but, but I know. No, you don't. Got to write it down. The people that I know, they get what they want. They all write it down. They just do. Okay. It's important. Should I plan my desires beside visualizing and meditation? 
or that's going to be under the how. Plan your desires. What type of plan are you talking about? <clears throat> Have you ever had any trans woman as a friend? Um, I don't think so. Not that I wouldn't, but I don't think I've had an opportunity to have a trans woman as a friend. What is more important to learn, new skill, or to program your belief? I believe programming the belief is more important because by programming the belief, you will realize that you have to learn the skill and you have to master the skill. But it makes mastering the skill an easier process. Okay. How would you describe your relationship with God? I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, when people talk about the relationship, you know, especially when they're talking about God, um, I, I'll say this. I have a great relationship with God. I just say that. <laughs> because, you know, I don't understand what you mean by relationship. You know, like you're saying that I talk to him because... Like, I don't hear God. I don't hear God speak. I don't even believe God speaks at all. And I know some of you believe that he does, but it could be your consciousness, honestly. It could be just the voice that's in your brain that you're associating and you're just giving God that. You personify God, right? Uh, it just, you know, we could talk about that stuff all day, but just say it. Me and God have a great relationship. I'll say that because I am God. I'm not saying I'm the God, but I am a God. So we have a perfect relationship. We don't talk. We don't talk about anything when it just it, it is what it just is what it is okay um the relationship is pure as perfect let just say that what's next here any more questions for me folks like planning how to be a millionaire well i mean do you know how to become a millionaire it's my question and if you knew how, why are you not doing it? I believe that you should try things, things that you're passionate about, things that you want to do. Or you can just model somebody that's already doing uh, what you want to do, right? What's the most erroneous, widely spread belief that people would never suspect is not true? Um, uh, Well, that the people that are saved are going to heaven. <laughs> you know, I don't know about this heaven and hell thing. Uh, I think that's definitely conjecture. I think it's very false. I don't believe it's real. It, it don't. It don't make sense for it to be real, too. Even if you read the Bible, um, which I'm no expert in the Bible, but to believe that somebody is just going to heaven only because they believe in. The Lord and Savior, yet they can commit all these acts and crimes. I, you know, I don't know, man. It just, it just doesn't make sense at all, honestly. <laughs> uh, and to burn somebody that has been a great, good person, but he just never accepted God as his personal Savior. But to say he's going to burn in hell only because he just didn't accept Christianity, but yet he was a good person. Yeah, come on. Just an adolescent belief, in my opinion. Uh, no, I haven't read the whole Bible. I mean, my dad's a pastor, so I've heard enough of it. 
Wes, where would you be? But the Bible is partial to God, obviously, because the Bible is about God. So I would say you can't just read the Bible and say, well, have you read the Bible? Well, obviously, it's going to be partial to God, heaven, hell, right? So you got to read other books as well. Wes, where would you be now without the military? Did it play a, a part of where you are now? No, I hated the military. I'm be allowed to. I hated the military every second of it. Only went to the military to make up to make some money, to buy me a car and get an apartment to get out of my parents' house. To be honest with you, but no, I abhor the military. Actually, the only difference between heaven and hell is a separation from God. He doesn't send anyone there. Okay, well, the Bible says that, so I don't know, you know, see? See, Ryan says, and I guess he's a believer, he's a, he believes the Bible and God. But the Bible says, you know, that you're going to go to hell if you're this, you're going to go to heaven if you're this, or whatever. But he's saying that, that you're not. See, everybody has their own interpretation. And listen, everybody can have their own interpretation of the Bible and God. Whatever works for you, go for it. You know, I'm not judging, honestly. I don't mind having a conversation, though, but I like having conversation on facts. Not on theories, um, honestly. But we all know at the end of our life, right? We'll find out when we all die. We'll see who's right, who's wrong. I guess it wouldn't matter by then, right? Uh-uh. Let me see here. Wes, do we visualize the intention that we want or the experience the intention will give us? So, listen. So, when you envision, when the intention is what you want. So you need to visualize yourself experiencing the intention that you want. So I give you an example. Say if you want a Lamborghini. So you need to see yourself driving the Lamborghini, owning the Lamborghini, having the pink, having the title, paying the cash for it, writing the check, driving around, listening to music. Make sense? Try not to think too much about how you're going to create it because you don't know. But just put yourself in the outcome, the experience itself. The end result. Due to your busy schedule, do you still read books or just listen to audiobooks? Audiobooks, uh, majority. Uh, predominantly. Yeah, I do believe, like, honestly, you know, when you talk about heaven or hell, I, I just believe heaven is on earth. Hell is on earth, too. Some people are living in hell on earth. Like me, I live in heaven. You know, I'm, I'm living in heaven right now, honestly. And I know some people are like, oh, no, no. Heaven is when you die. No, heaven is so much better. And I'm like, I guess. My heaven is right here. It feels good. How do you feel about vision boards? I have four of them. I love them. Hey, folks, ladies and gentlemen, are you getting help here tonight? I just want to know, am I helping you tonight? Are you getting value? Be honest in the comments below, please. By the way, the celery worked, my brother. Oh, great, Frank. I'm going to have me a celery juice in a second here. Yeah, everybody should have a vision board, honestly. So much value. I'm glad you're getting value here. <sighs> Major value. Love it. Any more questions before I let you go here? 
And once again, thank you guys for joining with me tonight. Another Million at Midnight rant. Another successful one. Thank you for coming out here tonight. Should you start on smarter, smaller, like something more realistic to you? Um, I would say this, you know, start with things that you can actually conceive in your mind. Like when you're trying to manifest, just start with something that you can actually believe. Because it may take you longer to believe certain things that's outside of your uh, conception. Uh, all right, much love. I love you. Hey, I love you. Say it back. I love all of you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm so grateful for you. And I believe in you. You're smart. You're amazing. You're great. You're intelligent. You're beautiful. Women. Men. You're handsome. Okay? <laughs> okay? I love all of you. I always remember that. If the world hates you, Wesley loves you. Okay? Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. And let's go.